What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of The Confused World. This is your host, Matt. As always, everyone, subscribe, follow, and give us a five-star rating if you like the contents of this podcast. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter for everything Confused World. I want to apologize for last week. I had a uh, very important um, doctor's appointment down in uh, Sacramento for my son. So um, I just unfortunately lost track of time and trying to prepare for this, uh, at least mentally prepare anyway, for this this doctor's appointment that was coming up. And luckily everything turned out so far perfectly fine. So anyway, I wanted to apologize for not having uh, an episode last week. I am, yeah, <laughs> the life has been extremely busy, so I've been trying to uh, make sure that I get an episode out every week, but unfortunately, there's been a couple weeks that I've actually had to miss, so I do apologize for that. I don't know if you guys have heard, but the Biden administration, I mean, Everybody obviously already knew that the Biden administration was losing their minds uh, from the start. But this just kind of puts a whole new perspective on things. Um, I had read, I had, somebody had told me that the Biden administration, when it comes to like um, house loans and that, you know, housing loans, that kind of stuff, that the government is well, the housing market in general anyway, is trying to make it to where you, if you have a higher credit score, that you get fined. You get pretty much end up getting charged more compared to somebody that has a lower um, credit score, which really doesn't make sense to me. You would think that if you have a higher credit score that you're going to be able to be able to afford this house and you know, you're not going to have to deal with such a high interest rate and all that. And that's not the case here with this. And it, it just, again, it just doesn't make sense. Not in the slightest. So we're going to get into an article here. This is coming from, uh, reasons.com. Okay. And this was this article was released uh, April twenty first. So here's what the article says: Mortgage borrowers for good credit may face higher costs under a new uh, scheme from Federal Mortgage Association, Fannie Mae, and Freddie Mac. The firms have released a new loan level price adjustment, uh, the LLPA uh, matrix for loans sold to them after May 1st of 2023. So after May 1st of this year, under the new matrix, borrowers with high credit scores will face higher mortgage fees than before. And those with lower credit scores will face lower fees. Quoting, "Uh, it's unprecedented. Uh, end quote, as says David Stevens, a former federal housing commissioner and former CEO of the Mortgage Bankers Association, uh, told the New York Post, quoting, my email is full of mortgage companies and CEOs telling me 
how unbelievably shocked they are by this move, end quote. The fees increase is unlikely to lead to a significantly higher mortgage or higher monthly mortgage payments for borrowers. For instance, someone with a $400,000 loan and a 6% mortgage rate may wind up paying about $40 per month, according to Stevens's calculations. But an extra $40 per month means an extra $480 per year. And over the whole course of mortgage payments, a homeowner could wind up paying thousands of dollars more due to the fee shift. Regardless of what the shift means in terms of actual costs, it seems unfair that borrowers with extremely good credit are effectively being penalized while borrowers with lower credit scores are being rewarded. Quoting, this is a blatant and significant cut of fees for those or for their higher risk borrowers and a clear in, uh, increase in much better credit quality buyers, which just clarified to the world that this move was a pretty significant cross-subsidy pricing change, end quote, Stevens says. He is also quoted, overall, lower credit buyers will still pay more in LLPA fees than higher credit buyers, but the latest changes will close the gaps, end quote, noted the Post. Under the new rules, higher our high credit buyers with scores ranging from 680 to above 780 will see a spike in their monthly costs. This applicant or with applicants who place a 15 to 20% down payment expecting the biggest increase in fees or experiencing the biggest increase in fees, excuse me. The LLPAs are upfront fees based on factors such as a credit a borrower's credit score and the size of their down payment. The fees are typically converted into percentage points that alter the buyer's mortgage rates. Under the revised LLPA pricing structure, a home buyer with a 7, 740 FICO score and a 15% to 20% down payment will face a 1% surcharge, an increase of 0.75% compared to the old fees of just 0.25%. Meanwhile, buyers with credit scores of 679 or lower will have their fees slashed, resulting in more affordable mortgage rates. For example, a buyer with a 620 FICO score with a down payment of 5% or less gets a 1.75 fee discount, a decrease from the old fee rate of 3.5 from that bracket. The effective penalty uh, for having a credit score of under uh, 680 is now smaller than it was. It still costs more to have a lower score. For instance, if you have a score of 659 and are borrowing 75% of the home's value, you will pay an equal or a fee of equal to 1.5 for the loan balance. Whereas if you pay whereas if you if you'd pay no fee, you would have had a especially if you had a 7 a 7 points or excuse me, a 780 plus credit score. 
But before these changes, you would have paid a whopping 2.75 fee, percent fee, excuse me. On a hypothetical 3,000, uh, uh, 300K loan, that's a difference of 3,750 in the closing costs. Elsewhere in the spectrum, things got worse. Borrowers with higher credit scores will generally be paying a bit more than they were than they were under the previous structure. This doesn't necessarily come out of your pocket up front as lenders can offer high, higher interest rates in some cases and pay these costs for you. But the costs are still there and still technically being paid by you over time in the form of higher interest rates. The housing agent or the Federal Housing Agency uh, director Sandra L. Thompson called it, quote, another step to ensure that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac advance their missions of facilitating equitable and sustainable access to home ownership, end quote. She is also, uh, it's, it's absolutely just, this is just, you know, just me going on here. Um, I think that this is the most, this is just absolutely ridiculous. Like I'm all for equal housing. I, I, I am. But if you're one of those people that are responsible enough to take care of your credit score and to make sure that you're not in debt or just not tossing bills aside just because you don't want to pay them or maybe you just face financial hardship, I can understand if you're facing financial hardship, but there's some people that actually just toss their bills aside just because they're just like, eh, it wasn't that important. And when it affects your credit score, then all of a sudden people want to whine and complain that they don't think that it's fair that someone who is responsible with their credit score is the one, you know, or are, are, are getting better, uh, better equity. Now, see, I... I can understand that to an extent. I, I mean, I, I, I honestly can. But at the same time, you know, if you're irresponsible with your bills and your credit score and you're just, you know, make, you know, like some college students that just don't think that some of their credit score matters in life. When you find out later on, later on in life, it does. Trust me, I'm, I'm somebody that doesn't have the greatest of credit scores. I I honestly don't. In fact, I'm actually just under the 600 mark. Okay? I mean, I'll, I'll just put it out there. I'm under the 600 mark. But if the people that are getting a decrease for first time buy, you know, first time home buyers and yet the people that are were responsible with their credit scores are having to take up that extra percentage. Basically, you're telling the people with that have taken care of their their scores and made sure that they have high enough scores. It doesn't matter. What you anything that you have done to maintain a good credit score, it doesn't matter. Because we're going to charge you what these people are out. We're going to basically charge you their discounted fee in a sense. And I think that is the most stupidest thing that the government can do. And this is the Biden administration that is pushing for this. 
So it really honestly doesn't make a bit of sense. It really doesn't. I I don't know how that is. I mean, I've talked to several uh, renters. And this is just apartment renters, okay? And usually the people with the lower credit score are the people that leave debts being unpaid, such as rent, uh, certain utilities, and they just don't care. They just up and jet. They don't care. That's the problem. And so we're going to give these people the chance to buy a home just because they honestly didn't care enough to take care of their credit score. It To me, it just honestly does not make a bit of sense. Okay? It just doesn't. Anyhow. Um, want to put a quick note out there that as of the recording of this episode, which is Thursday, okay? I, I recorded a little later on this one than I really wanted to. But as of Thursday, it being, what, today is the... Let's see... What is today's date? Today is the 27th, April 27th, okay? April 27th, this morning, was the passing of TV's absolute favorite drama host, drama talk show host, I should say, um, Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer passed away today. So if you're re- if you're getting this by Friday, which is my my aim for release, uh, Jerry Springer will be, have been gone one day. It's kind of sad to think about. Extremely sad to think about. But I mean, back to this this housing thing, like it just it just doesn't make sense why you're going to punish those people that with higher credit scores. Okay? It just to me it just doesn't make any sense okay anyhow um and i i yeah anyhow um i don't know if anybody has been following a lot on um some of the some of the things that have been going on um just in in general but if you're not familiar with the with the name of um Ralph Ural, okay? Ralph Ural um, was a 16-year-old boy who went and picked up his brother and, you know, from a friend's house. And unfortunately, uh, I'm having a little problem with the uh, the website that I'm looking at here. But, you know, just just kind of going into what I know about this or what I've read about this article here. A uh, 16-year-old boy that went and picked up his brother from a house. Um, he he got the wrong directions. Well, not the wrong directions. He got the wrong address by mistake. And this 84-year-old guy sees him at the door. And there was... I mean, there it wasn't really said whether or not there was any... Um, like vocal exchange like no one's really noticed it but the 84 year old guy in the house grabbed his rifle or his i think it was i believe it was his shotgun 
I don't know. No. I think it was just a rifle. Excuse me. But anyway, <clears throat> regardless of what kind of gun it was, um, he takes his gun and shoots through his glass door of his the glass screen door at this boy. Hit him right in the head, okay? And then, of course, as the boy's trying to run away, he comes out at him again and takes a shot at him and shoots him in the arm. And the police arrest the guy, okay, after the boy is able to crawl away and he's able to get somebody to help him, okay? He, um, I mean, luckily the boy lived, thank God, okay? The boy lives, thank God. But the old man, the 84-year-old man that, that shot the boy was arrested but then released he didn't he he didn't even even spend two days or a day in jail he just got released i i don't understand this i mean this happened in um i think it was like oklahoma or um missouri something like that i can't i i can't remember altogether but anyway, so he shoots the boy, doesn't even spend a day in jail, and gets released. Clearly, this, I mean, and I'm not one of those conspiracy theorist person, people that like to sit there and talk about how, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a black crime. It's, you know, somebody that's always being racist. But this is actually the case. I mean, clearly, it is the case. Not not on the police side, okay? I, I don't want to say it was, you know, it was a race issue on the police side. But it was clearly a race issue. Because he shot at the boy because he was a black boy at the house, okay? Now, nothing was actually officially said, okay? But to just shoot at somebody just because they're up at your doorstep... That's kind of, I mean, my personal opinion is I think he based this off of there's a black person at my door and I have no clue what they're wanting, so I'm just going to shoot at him. Okay. He hit the boy. He shot the boy twice. The boy was able to crawl away. Police were called. Dude didn't even spend a day in jail. The father of the boy that was, you know, <clears throat> was contacted. And of course, knowing that he, the shooter, didn't even spend a 24 hours in jail over it. I mean, he should have been arrested completely and then tried, but they didn't do that. So the father started pushing and saying, hey, you need to press, you know, to have a trial on this. This man needs to go to jail because who's to say he hasn't done this to anybody else or won't do it to anybody else? And I can actually stand on this father's side because as a father myself, if somebody were to have shot my kid, regardless of their skin color or, you know, anything like that, I would be pushing for that same justice. I don't blame the father. And again, thank God the, uh, you know, the boy was able to live. Surgeons were able to still get the bullet that was in him out. And he's expected to make a full recovery. But it's still the simple fact that the police just let this guy go. Not even 24 hours. A slap on the wrist and go back home because of your age. Now that is one thing that I can actually say 
I can't condone. At all. That was... If people want to talk about injustice, that was complete injustice. Okay? Now, luckily, the... uh, After the father had filed a report saying that this is unfair, the police were able to go over, contact the man, uh, you know, the older guy, and had arrested him. And he's set to take trial, I think, in May or June, I think. Now, I mean, I could be wrong on that. But I do know that they arrested the guy and he is supposed to take trial soon. But still, for an 84-year-old man just to come out and just, shoot out a 16 year old kid this just kind of goes to show what i've what i've been saying all along is that humanity has very little disre has extreme disregard i should say extreme disregard for human life okay and again i'm not one of those people that are all about you know this is racist that's racist but this was clearly a situation of i mean uh, the man just shot at a at a black child, a 16-year-old boy. You're not even really old enough to join the army at that point, okay? And you're going to take a shot at, at a 16-year-old just for p- trying to pick up his brother at the wrong address. I mean, maybe the kid should have paid closer attention, but still, that doesn't that doesn't condone the idea that and and nobody even really even says what the what the um, the shooter really looked like. He could have been a black guy himself. I, and then nobody really says anything about that. But again, to take a shot at a sixteen year old just because he knocked on your door and you don't agree, you, I mean, maybe you weren't expecting a guest, but it just happened to pop out. Does that mean you get a shoot at every guest that comes to your door? I mean, no. What was that? What would that have been if it was one of his family members and he just happened to take a look and go, oh, I don't want to see him today, pow. I mean, come on. An 84-year-old that should have known better. Just come up to the door, say, is there something I can help you with? You don't even have to fully open your screen door. Is there something I can help you with? Oh, no, sorry, wrong address. But the dude just takes a shot at the kid and then comes out and takes another shot at him. I, I don't understand that. The man is set to face uh, charges, though, again, like I've said. And again, it just it just goes to show that as human beings, we have extreme disregard for other human life. Now, I'm not saying that this needs to go into a whole like street riot and all that kind of stuff. I mean, because obviously it doesn't. That's one of the things that, uh, you know, from the it was an article from the New York Times. And I'm having a little issue with the website on that. So I'm not able to read the entire story to you guys. But, you know, if you got an 84-year-old man just taking shots at people, he is clearly a danger to society and shouldn't be out on the streets. Take his guns away. Maybe put him in a nursing home or something. I mean, I I, I just don't understand that whole, that whole thing. I, I just can't. I can't wrap my mind around it. Why you would just take a shot at somebody at your door. But the father has gone as far as pressing as many charges as he possibly can. The man's... Um, I, I just... I. The father seems uh, is obviously just in total shock about this from the from what I was able to read on that uh, article, 
And I, I would be too, because if I were, again, if I were to send my child out to go pick up his brother and all of a sudden I'm getting a phone call is going, oh yeah, he went to the wrong address and your son's been shot. I'd be kind of freaking out. And I'll give the father his dues because as a father, again, as a father myself, I might try to seek revenge myself. Show up at the dude's door and be like, you're going to try to shoot my kid? Really? I'm coming to shoot you. And I know that's not the Christian thing to do, but I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's just, it's wrong on so many levels. But anyway, uh, that's all I've got for today, everyone. Um, <clears throat> I am definitely going to try to push and make sure I have an episode out for you guys next week. Again, thank you for your patience and, uh, you know, de- leave me some comments if you get the chance to. I know that there's a little wage you can, you know, leave comments on the, uh, episode itself and if anything else send me an email confuseworldpodcast at gmail.com tell me your thoughts on the show so far i mean we're in season three already i I can't even believe that it's nuts to me but uh definitely let me know what you guys think send me an email um confuseworldpodcast at gmail.com or again you can send uh comments on our instagram page so Anyhow, till next time, everyone, take care of yourselves and each other.